0: Well, we'll try a verse
1: of this one. I've been traveling on a boat and a plane and a car and a bike and a bus and a train. Traveling there, traveling here. Welcome to another episode of I Know I Know, a solo Beatles video cast where we talk all things solo Beatles. I am your host, your only host, your moderator, and whatever, Hudson Ranny. And um, today, we're talking, this show has been a long time in the makings. Let's say that. Um, we're talking about brainwash, but we have the one and only, I guess, is it safe to call you a veteran, Mr. Mystery, mystery <laughs> yeah, Guest?
0: You didn't call me that. <laughs> I, I, probably not that much of it. Well, I have not served in the military, so <laughs> we that won't work, but I don't know. Beetle fan veteran. There you go.
1: And a fellow podcaster of one of my favorite Beatles podcasts, probably tied with things we said today. Ed and you chance you've
0: had my co host on with you yes. <laughs> recently. Um current co host, shall we say? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I've had every co host on except Lonnie and uh
0: well you never had day for sales on
1: yeah that's true but ed welcome to the show
0: hey hello how's it going in houston uh it's hot as you might expect
1: Uh, yeah um just off of curiosity because you're the first person on the show what's your favorite mccartney record
0: oh um Let's go with Chaos and Creation. Oh, boom. That's the that
1: one changes. that I have right here.
0: That changes quite frequently. Uh, you know, it, it could be Band on the Run, it could be Tug of War, it could be Flowers in the Dirt, although I know that's not your favorite. Oh, I love that album now. Oh, okay. That, so so you've, your, your mind has been changed. Huh? It
1: is no longer my least favorite.
0: Are we, are we breaking up? No. You're breaking up.
1: Better now. Is it the audio
0: or video? It's the audio. Oh, great. Is it better now? Yeah, although you you sound a little bit muffled.
1: Better now. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, um, I'll edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that won't actually happen, but um, yeah, um, I agree. Chaos is one of his best. What's, what's your least? Oh,
0: now it's... It just did it again. What's I'm your not, least? Uh, is there anybody who's not going to say Driving Rain?
1: Uh, me. And Ken Michaels.
0: You like Driving Rain? I love that album. It's got what is the single worst McCartney song ever on it. Freedom.
1: That is the worst. I will admit that, but um, it's a great album.
0: Okay. Well, we'll we'll will agree to disagree. So you're going to go with the uh, what? Uh, for my Wilder? least. Uh,
1: no, wildlife's the top five McCartney record for me.
0: <laughs> okay, so then then the one you don't like is types of peace. Hate that oh, album. Okay. Well, Lonnie Lonnie would disagree with you, but is that Lonnie's favorite? um no i've to play is lonnie's favorite believe it or not really yes lonnie and i are going to get along
1: really well <laughs> um yeah ugh. so he likes his 80s mccartney yeah he likes his 80s mccartney what is his number two give my regards
0: to broad street well i'm i'm the only one out there who will defend broad street the film oh gosh I don't, I don't love it, and it's not a great film, but I'll defend it. Okay,
1: fair there, enough. There's a
0: lot, there's a lot that I like about it, and I think I like it better than Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah,
1: I still haven't seen Magical Mystery Tour. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> well, you're, you're not not to make an age crack, but you're probably not old enough. Eh. There, 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 there is definitely some uh, adult content in there. Yeah, I'm
1: 14. Yeah.
0: um that's right you're you're the other side of pg-13 so you can see anything you damn well please right yes i'm free to do what i want and have a good
1: time but that's the rolling stones um what about for lennon you solo wise
0: Solo wise uh well you got to go with plastic on a band although much like the album we're going to be talking about today I don't listen to it all that much. The most I've listened to it in probably the last 10 years, it was this year, you know, <laughs> preparing when, when the box set came out and then preparing for the various shows and things we did on it. Six hours. Eight discs. Uh. Eight, eight, eight different copies of My Mummy's Dead, even though John only did two takes. Yeah. Uh. But, yeah, so that that qualifies as, as a... Uh, as my favorite, even though that's not the one I listen to most. The one I listen to most is actually probably uh Double Fantasy.
1: Mm, interesting. Well, the correct answer is Mind Games, so that's all for today, folks.
0: Okay. <laughs> and then least favorite is, again, Gotta Go With Sometime in New York City. Oh, you're killing me. Jude
1: Kessler would be very disappointed in you.
0: Well, I... Uh... Let me just say, I don't mind being disappointed but I don't mind that Jude Kessler is disappointed in me for a number of reasons. Okay. <laughs> Although uh, she, is, she is the admittedly one of the experts in uh, facts on John Lennon. Yes. So, moving along, let, let's go
1: right into Brainwashed. Ed, what was life like in 2002?
0: Uh, well, it was a very odd time. Uh Brainwashed it's a great record but it's kind of a hard record to listen to and enjoy consistently, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um uh, first off, you know, the United States was just coming out of uh September 11th and trying to recover from driving rain. Yeah. no but uh and you know of course georgia just passed and so hearing the record was difficult and it's still a little bit difficult that was something i wanted to ask you you know not being burdened by the history of what happened can you listen to brainwash is just a record
1: well, I'm going to be controversial. Yeah, I can. Because I mean, how long did you guys know George was like sick for?
0: Well, uh that unofficially we'd known since about 96. That was when the first reports kind of came out just after the anthology, and you can see it in the anthology, he's not well. Yeah. But um I mean, he—they'd said that he'd gotten cured. Yeah, exactly. he unquote, gotten cured. Well, but then, then there was the attack, and the attack killed him.
1: No question yeah, about as, it.
0: As as someone in the business, um, the immune system after you after even regular surgery uh, will cause cancer to come back. Yeah. Um, and I mean you know that that's certainly at least to an extent what happened was trying to recover from the attack yeah, um
1: I can but I can't listen to double faint because I mean you guys knew George wasn't gonna be with you for much longer, you know starting a, right after the attack. I'm guessing you guys were pretty
0: well, there was still always hope uh you know, it really it really didn't get to be until like late 99, early 2000 that we were all pretty much, well, okay. George has completely dropped out and, you know, we're hearing where he's going for his specialized treatments. And it's like, yeah, this doesn't look good. Yeah. uh, Wasn't
1: it in Switzerland or something?
0: Uh, Among,
1: among other places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you guys knew. But with I can't listen to Double Fantasy at all. I'm going to be honest. I can't. I can listen to the songs individually, but not as a whole because we you got that we didn't see John's death coming.
0: Yeah, and although for me it's more of the milk and honey side that uh, that hurts. That you know, it's very viscerally painful to listen to sometimes.
1: Yeah, it, it is painful to listen to milk and honey too. Um and well, yeah, but um, I will say that this is my favorite solo album that's came out since Flaming Pie. Um, I will say McCartney Three came very, very close.
0: Hmm. Yeah the the closest in terms of other pop releases uh, to Brainwash would be Bowie's last album, uh, what Dark Star black star yeah that was a great record um yeah but again that is very much i'm dying and here's what i want to get off of my mind before uh, i leave this moral coil yeah but i mean can you look at this as a regular
1: harrison album because i mean as you and i know who have heard some all things must pass mp3s um rocking chair in hawaii dates back to all things must pass days
0: Oh, sure. I mean, a significant chunk of this was around even before George got sick. I mean, uh, you know, there's there's only... All the, the, the problem is that George hadn't really recorded everything. And my main problem with why I can't listen to it as a regular George Harrison album is there's only two or three vocals which aren't, by necessity, close close mic and you can hear you know george breathing into the microphone which you normally wouldn't get if you were doing vocals the way one might normally do vocals yeah um
1: like you can hear in his voice i'm dying absolutely um and i think that honestly dates back to um traveling willberry is volume three i'll be honest because if you listen to the song she's my baby it's like, she's got a, you know, kind of that nasally
0: Dylan. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Although, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't really sick at all during Wilburys three. Although that may have just been the cigarettes getting to him. I, I've always said, everyone says, Oh, look how great Paul's voice was on wings over America. I can hear the cigarettes on wings over America. Yeah, I I can too. Um, I mean,
1: I can hear the cigarettes on Flaming Pie. I mean... Well, I can it, hear the cigarettes on every Paul album.
0: Well, I mean, except since he gave them up, obviously. Uh, when
1: did he stop smoking?
0: Uh, he stopped smoking cigarettes sometime in the 80s. Oh. Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, the the story is that... Uh, uh he was out with Mary and uh Mary? Yeah I guess it would no maybe it was James. Anyway, one of the kids was uh down sort of at the end of the property and, and he was doing something and, and they fell over and he couldn't get enough breath out to sort of run to them and, and pick them up and get them out to the hospital even. So oh, wow. it was it was at that moment that he said, you know, I've got to give up tobacco. Now, of course, he didn't give up pot, assuming he did actually give up pot. I, uh, that's a completely different discussion uh, until many years later.
1: Yeah, 2015, he said, for a role well, model.
0: He made the announcement three separate times, just because it makes for good news.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's McCartney for you. Exactly. Um, and um, so, I mean... What were the initial, I mean, how, when was the announcement made that this was coming out? Do you remember?
0: I think we knew that there was a record that was going to be coming out even shortly before George passed. I think we knew that he was working on a record. The The rumors really came off of, uh, he did an interview with uh, uh, Bill White, Uh billboard magazine and you know i'm sure you've heard of the proposed album titles the portrait of a leg End" and portrait of a bootleg yeah yeah so that that was that was really when we knew that he was working on a record and how how when do do you remember when
1: that interview came out
0: i'm thinking uh pre-anthology Okay, yeah.
1: Your planet is doomed. Volume two, exactly. Which which this album really is. It does. I could have seen that being the album title. I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah. Although, I mean, you know, George was so prescient. You you look at the lyrics throughout this record; they are all more applicable today than they were in two thousand two. Yeah, I mean.
1: And if George didn't die, I mean, would he be out, you know, protesting about the environment? Absolutely, I think. I mean, I think he'd be doing so much, really.
0: Oh, I I would have loved to see what George would do with Donald Trump. Oh. Man, oh man. That that would have been so much fun.
1: I'd like to see oh. George get into a fight with an anti-vaxxer.
0: <laughs> Hell, I would have loved- he His best friend is one, so... Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't... Yeah. Uh, don't remind me of him. Uh. <laughs> Whereas John... John just would have gone to the White House and said, you know, F you and punch the man in his face. Yeah. But
1: that is a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would have the Beatles done if...
0: Donald Trump yeah I mean Paul hasn't done quite as much about Trump as I would have thought he would have done to be honest with you but he did support Hillary Clinton he supported Hillary Clinton and you know he, he did one song on Egypt Station but it's like really Paul you know yes. uh, your 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 buddies and friends of the earth couldn't have convinced you to do a little bit more
1: yeah I mean but I don't want to get into politics.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's that's not where we're at. We're we're on on brainwashed.
1: Yes. Um, So, initial standouts for you.
0: Uh, Any Road. I love that since the first time I saw it when George did it live on the Chance of India thing with Ravi Shankar on VH1. I love that performance. And... um, uh, let's see, uh, the, uh, brainwashed itself. That's a great song. Oh my gosh. The best way
1: to close his career.
0: No. Uh, well, close the album and close his career. Um, Pisces fish because, well, I get it. I mean, uh, I don't know how much I believe in astrology, but George makes it sound reasonable. <laughs> and I, so, so he's a Pisces, I'm a Pisces and it's like, Yeah. Okay, I mean, not, not that we're all the same, but we do all have. I mean, as humans, we all have qualities in common, but, you know, there may be something about the time of year you're born having something to do with the way your mind is shaped and warped. Yeah. Uh, the Marwa Blues. Oh, my God. The acoustic song. I mean, you Beautiful. know, basically, there is not a bad song on this record.
1: I, I feel that way with probably six or seven of George's albums. I mean, I think uh, the only I would say um, that you know the weaker four don't have great songs all the way through, but you know, this Material World, All Things Must Pass, Cloud Nine, Thirty Three and a Third, and self titled—they're all brilliant all the way through. I really feel that way.
0: Yeah, I think there's no doubt that he was the most consistent of the four as far as solo career goes. He just was less productive than Paul. You know, Paul may win in total number of good songs, but that's because, well, Paul keeps cranking them out. It's like Womack. It's like Womack and Lewison. (laughs) Well. (laughs) With books well okay but but that was off camera, so people don't yes. know what we're talking about, so yeah, uh, so um <laughs> um, what was I gonna
1: say? um, I think that any road, do you remember that being played on the radio at all?
0: very minimally i mean the reception to brainwashed outside of the Beale community was kind of meh, yeah you know people didn't really care which is concert for george got much more attention than brainwash did
1: yeah um which is a great release and i'm waiting to do my show for the 20th anniversary but um
0: but i mean the record and then later the film you know people and you know i guess it always comes back to the beatles but uh yeah, Brainwashed just barely cracked the top 20.
1: Which is amazing because, I mean, look at Paul's stuff. I mean, 3imagined even did well, even though I don't want to admit that because I can't stand that
0: record. Although we're, you know, things are just so different with the charts these days. The, you know, in two, you got to remember that, okay, we're talking about 2002. Uh, the torrent world was just beginning. You know yeah. Napster and LimeWire. People were really into the business of s- stealing music. Not yeah. to not to put a blunt point on it. Yeah, um, but
1: I love the Devil in the Deep Lucy. I think that's so funny. Um, I know he did that song for some kid performance, kids show, or something.
0: I uh, did they, that was, it was Jules Holland's show. Oh yeah, J- Jules Holland. Yeah, you can find <laughs> it on um, YouTube. Now I don't. Do you know if this is the same take? Or I believe it is. Or well, you know, th- there may have been augmented vocals, but I think everything else is the same. Yeah, because um, his vocal does sound slightly
1: stronger on the '93 version, but
0: I'm not sure. And if that I- that fits in with uh, one thing I've noticed this time around is that George seems to be calling back. To a lot of his previous records uh, you know Devil in the Deep Blue Sea reminds me of something off of somewhere in England I mean he, he had this tendency to do these kind of oddball covers yeah Hoagy Carmichael uh, your Baltimore Oriole it's like uh, okay uh, yeah. what, what Paul describes in uh, 321 as being to the left and to the right of rock and roll
1: yeah, I agree. Um, but the Rising Sun—that's the only song that I feel is a little too Jeff Lin-y.
0: Yeah, I. But it's also the most Beatly of anything on this record. Jeff with, Lynn, with, with the everything, you know. Which is, you know, as I was just saying, a lot of these tunes. You could pick one. You know, any road really to me sounds like. Almost like uh, if I needed someone, or you know, sort of 65 66 rubber soul era Beatles. It does, that's
1: a really good point. Um, Any Road does originate, I think it was written in the This Is Love music video. If yeah, or got my mind set on you, one of those,
0: you had it around, yes, it'd been beat up and battered around. (laughs) and Um, and i i I love that video by the way i mean it's it's just another clips video but it's so much fun oh my gosh um, video i just want to mention like
1: did you pick this up on vinyl when
0: it came out or uh i did not i picked up i had the uh i had the regular cd and then i had the deluxe
1: oh yeah because um yeah cuz I mean vinyl is kind of phased out but you're a, you're a vinyl person, right?
0: Uh, yes. I, I don't listen to my vinyl nearly as often as I would like but I do collect vinyl. <laughs> You've got the same disease we all have. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know, I bought I bought the Uber box and to be honest with you, I don't know if or when I'm ever going to crack into the vinyl. I might play it once or twice. Yeah. But it's just too hard to get the time to sit down and not only listen to it, but listen to it and know that 20 minutes later, you have to get up and flip sides. Yeah. I. I but I, I love my vinyl. Because um, this was out of print for a long time. Yeah, I think Hunyadi has a copy. I have um, the reissue. Okay, yeah. I I bought it for like 15 bucks on Amazon.
1: Um, It's probably out of print now, I would guess. um, Because I know the, uh, what's it called? The live album, Live in Japan is so hard to find now. Even though it was reissued in that that 2017, 18 box set. And I don't know, I I haven't listened to the original CD, but the remastering is just great they're all, I think they're all analog.
0: Mm. Yeah, and it's and at that time we were dealing with brick walling, so.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I know from friends like um, Andy Nichols has told me that the driving rain vinyl is very compressed because they just oh, throw everything exactly. into there and same with, you know, off the ground and Flaming Pie originals. But
0: well, talking maybe- to- Mentioning Live in Japan, I do have the Live in Japan uh, Genesis book. That's that's where I've got my George autograph from. Oh, you want a George autograph? Well, I've, I've got the Live in Japan Genesis book. Oh. Well. You know, he, 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 there are signatures in... Uh, he did he did a couple with Genesis. He did 50 Years of Drift. He did uh, Live in Japan. He did Songs by George Harrison and Songs by George Harrison 2. Uh, so I mean, you know, there's four or five different books that George signed every copy of. Yeah, well, if you ever feel like getting rid of it. Uh, no that that is a that is a multi thousand dollar investment.
1: Okay. Uh, that,
0: that's one of the that's one of the few things that Beetle Wise, which is which cost me more than this Uber box. Uh, <laughs> and when did you get that? Uh I got I got that when it first when, when the advertisement first came out for it. Oh wow. So, I mean you know that, a couple years after the release of the CD. So ninety-four
1: or five before yeah. the anthology.
0: Somewhere in there before the anthology, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to brainwashed. Um never get uh stuck inside the cloud is it's either that or looking for my life originates from 77, which is the second oldest on here. Um.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Looking for my life is the one which again, considering those lyrics in both of those songs, um, you know, it's almost like he knew when he wrote them, although he may have modified them some for what we get on brainwash. Or was George did george have some sort of unknown sickness back then i mean well i mean uh, you know you were just talking about 79 george wasn't well in 79
1: no i mean we don't know i mean there's so many unknowns we i mean if george was on this planet still there would be a lot of questions that i would need to ask him and i, I would probably spend like 75 hours with him on an no, interview
0: and louise uh his, his mother louise uh she was young when she passed in 1970 his mother's name's louise too yes louise louise's sister is named after his mother what is it with beetle mothers naming their daughters after themselves
1: <laughs> oh my gosh um but i mean pisces fish i love p2 vatican blues which is the namesake for my other show? Oh, they yeah, should yeah, they should have yeah. just called it Last Saturday Night. Um, Marwa Blues. Sir Paul has stated that as his favorite Harrison solo song.
0: Well, now it won a Grammy.
1: Yeah, um, and any any e road did actually crack top forty in um, the UK. That did crack top forty. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, it wasn't a single here, right? Um, it was only a single in in Europe
1: and if that was released in you know 1975 i'm sure it would have been a number 1 hit
0: i mean yeah, yeah no no absolutely i mean 2002 like you say particularly when this country was in a uh rage of nationalism george harrison was not who they wanted to hear from yeah um even even if he even if he had passed and even if it was his last album that wasn't what the people wanted.
1: Now, are you a Bob Dylan fan?
0: I like Dylan. Uh, I actually like Dylan's current records more than I like most of his 70s stuff. Interesting. I'm I'm, I'm a 60s and a current Dylan fan more than, you know, Dylan's Christian period kind of just turns me off a little bit. Oh, even as I love, I love Slow Train Coming.
1: It's so catchy. It's so good. I don't know. How, I mean,
0: just musically, it's inter
1: It interests me.
0: Well, D- Dylan's always interesting musically. Uh, yes. But I mean, sorry, somebody It's like, eh. Yeah.
1: But um, I'm sure I'm sure that was Joe English's favorite. Um, well, we, <laughs> Bob we Dylan. We
0: yeah, we won't go there. Yeah. Uh, Joe.
1: Gil- yeah. Come out of your bunker.
0: He is not accessible to the Beatle community anymore. Uh I, I will make him someday. As as the
1: mastermind of tracking people down. Someday. Someday.
0: Well, I don't think he's completely inaccessible, it's just he will not talk about Beatles and McCartney. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: he he will to certain people.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a couple clips on YouTube, but since he went hardcore Christian, it's like, nope, that's that's another lie.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, he hasn't been he's he isn't he able to physically play drums anymore.
0: Yeah, that that's more recent though. That's like the last uh half dozen years or so, I think. Half dozen years is like almost half my life. <laughs> okay, well, but, <laughs> but that, for more. <laughs> For most people, that's a blink of an eye. Yeah, for, for the senior citizens out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, we we have to remember that when Rock Band came out, you were one.
1: I was in diapers, and, and that's yeah. usually the Darren Devivo joke, but on things we said today. But um, yes, I, I I was I was one when. Um, what's electric arguments came out
0: yeah i mean 2009 is for a lot of people the most recent sort of solid period of
1: Beatlemania. yeah i i think it's 2020 and 2021 with all the podcasts coming out like crazy because i mean i feel like there's just been so many different beetle podcasts
0: well i think i think this year i think 2021 is going to reflect that just because everything got delayed into this year, you know, had COVID not happened and we would have had all things last year and we would have had plastic on a ban last year, it wouldn't be this sort of big huge uh grouping of Beatles stuff coming out at one time. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if get back is going to be enough to spark another round. Of Beatlemania, uh, eight days a week didn't. You know, it, yeah. it brought fans into the fold and it got people in, but it was not such a compressed energy. I think
1: that if we get another McCartney
0: archive and get back, we might be in it, full faith. It thing. might be enough to tip. It might be enough to tip the tip the scales and you know we're going to have to get back to the egg in london town uh, probably probably spring of 20, 2022
1: we don't need london town i'm sorry
0: well he has to he has to finish the he has to finish the wings how about london how about back to the egg and um mccart
1: uh off the ground i mean that would that would be better
0: but I would sh- like I would like an off the ground deluxe but I mean to a certain extent he's already done that because I mean they did release the the 2 CD version of off the ground
1: only in Germany and
0: Yeah Switzerland. He, he's going to have he's going to have a hard time finding that much more, you know, there'll be a disc of demos and stuff. I
1: would, I would still just like to have a vinyl copy that doesn't so I don't need to sell my brain to um <laughs> some other place but uh, the production i mean and one question is impeccable on this album i think it's better than cloud nine i think the production is better than cloud nine i really do
0: well i mean you know we always rag on jeff lynn for the jeff lynn sound but jeff lynn can do dry and he does that pretty well here yeah um There's no
1: Jeff. This doesn't scream Jeff Lynn. Oh, Beatles. Because, I mean, I feel like Jeff Lynn and Mark Hudson have the same sound. Almost. A little bit.
0: A little bit. Um, Mark Hudson leans harder into the the blended harmonies. Yes.
1: And um, name-checking Beatles songs. Um, But, uh, yeah. I want to take a break. And I want to talk when they was fab. Okay. So what about it? So I I want to I want you to tell us all about it. Tell us some um, where we can find you and
0: Oh, well, okay. So when there was Fab, uh first off, it is one of the longer running uh Beatles podcasts. We've been around in one form or another since late 2016. So we're we're coming up on our 5th year. Yeah. Um we can be found any number of places. The The easiest place to get a hold of us is uh, on Facebook. Uh, you know, when there, when there was fab, uh, our Facebook group, uh, and there is a new episode every Sunday night slash Monday morning, you know, depending on where you are in the world. Um, our main site is on Podbean, although that may be moving soon.
1: Okay, so you may be changing distributors.
0: I may I may be changing distributors. Uh, if you you probably don't want to hear it here, but uh, if you go and listen to my last visit with uh, Sam Wiles uh, on Paul or Nothing, talking about uh, the main topic was Paul's videos from well the eighties, uh, Sam's favorite McCartney period. Yep. <laughs> or, or through. Through Broad Street and spies like us and all of that stuff, we go into the issue of uh we had a little visit from the uh, RIAA earlier this year, yeah Ugh. And, well, uh, things happened, but that's all in the past, thankfully,
1: yeah, don't live in the past don't let don't hold this not <laughs> don't hold on to something that is changing past.
0: Exactly. (laughs) But, but otherwise you can, you can find us, uh, you know, uh, rank, rank, rate, rank and subscribe as the kids like to say these days. Yeah. um, You're, you're one of those kids. Isn't that the phrase? Uh, i mentally, I'm like 55. So, uh, you can find us through iTunes, through all of your, um, iTunes, Spotify, Audible, wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes, Uh, are they up on YouTube or? uh, I have not put them up on YouTube. Well, I mean, until this most recent relaunch, I have not been able to put them up on YouTube because uh, YouTube rules are different than other people's rules. Uh, I'm not 100. I haven't tried because, to be honest with you, I'm not all that interested in youtube subscribers nothing yeah, against yeah. youtube subscribers but it's you know if you're looking to really get a solid feel on how many people are listening to you you don't know just because someone subscribes to you on youtube yeah true
1: um but yeah i'm we're glad to have you back and um yeah your co-host is great um
0: he's yeah a- like i said you just had johnson on and yeah um we are we were very happy to get john Uh, he is he's a very busy guy and he is new to the podcast world yeah but but you can go listen to him on on his show with you which is already up on youtube
1: yes and maybe when i actually figure out how to make distribution centers work so they don't break down on me like (laughs) ham anchor um we will actually have it everywhere um, again, but that's that's a whole other show. Um, me ranting about podcasting, podcast.
0: Well, we, we, we can we can talk about that once we finish what we're doing here. Yes.
1: So, um, oh my gosh! So, bra- back to the brainwash. Back to brainwash. What do you think of the uh, song run so far? Um, who, which his um, anti-vaxxer friend did in '91.
0: Uh, it's it's much more of an MOR song, you know, middle of the road type song. And you know, to follow what I was saying, it really sounds to me almost like something off of the George Harrison album.
1: That's a good point. Um, which your co-host, um, you need to tell him to like that album more because um, he's
0: not a fan, huh? No. Okay. Well, I'll mention it to him. You know, how can anyone not like Faster? Oh my gosh. That, that might be my favorite Harrison solo song. Batter Cheer and, Down. And as, and, and, and as Lonnie Pena would tell us if he were here, I've got the 12-inch single of that. He's very proud of that fact. Oh my gosh. It's like um, Hanyadi and his temporary secretary, 12-inch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it it's a good song. It I probably would have liked it to go a little bit more one way or the other. Uh George's version is lots better than Clapton's version.
1: Yeah, um I agree. Same with Love Comes to Everyone. I'm sorry. Mr uh <laughs> his version is terrible. I'm sorry. Of Love Comes to Everyone.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Um
1: you said what's your favorite Dylan record within the last 20ish years?
0: Uh Love and Theft. Correct.
1: There you go. Even though it came out on 9-11. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, I mean, well, that's something else tying us to this time period, you know. Uh I actually like that like the Dylan singing Sinatra record. That's kind of cool.
1: And that's all for today, folks.
0: <laughs> okay, so you agree with one and disagree with the other. Yes. Um
1: Let's talk the title track, Brainwash, because I think this is the most complex, one of the more complex songs. Um, Just that opening, you know, guitar riff and drums. You know you're in for, uh, we'll say, an
0: interesting one. It it almost reminds me of Devil's Radio, sort of from the beginning. That was a good point, because I knew
1: it spoke to something else that I did.
0: But uh someone uh someone else had mentioned to me that what it reminded them of was, was God off of John Lennon's classic on <laughs> a and it's like it's kind of the counterpoint to to God and it's like Yes. You know, where John is running off this list of things he doesn't believe in. Here George is saying, you know, here's all these things that are brainwashing you. Yeah. Brainwashing the childhood. This yeah. one.
1: I think this may have been the last song recorded for the album because you could, his vocals are rough on this song.
0: Well, and that, and Danny has to back him up so much. Uh, the other, the other thing, the other song lyrically that this reminds me of is a Billy Joel's pressure. Oh, good point.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You bring up a lot of really good points.
0: All, All your life is time magazine. I read it too. What does it mean? Yeah. Um, and I, what do you think about the um, the women?
1: Is that Olivia, the woman no, talking?
0: No, I I think that's one of uh, one of uh, Ravi Shankar's daughters. I think I, I don't know that for a fact. Uh, the 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 quote is beautiful, you know.
1: It is, um, and spiritually, it's just amazing. I mean. <laughs> It's really, it's the most, it's the one song that gets me on this album.
0: That. I I Especially like page 130. Yes. Okay, where's the book? (laughs) Okay, it's on page 130, but what, what, huh? Yeah.
1: I don't have a book near me to read out of on page 130, but yeah. This is a perfect album. Yeah, and and then, and this then, would make my top five solo Beatle albums.
0: And then before we leave it, you know, just the the chanting at the end. Yeah. You know, that's so... It, it's George, you know, saying okay, goodbye. I'm yeah. done.
1: My last word is, is, I think we could have done without Rocking Chair in Hawaii, and I would have liked to see Horse to the Water on that.
0: Well, I mean, uh, again... That's another one where George's vocal is just not in the best shape. Uh, Was it four weeks before he died? Yeah. I like the song and the fact that he was incapable of playing guitar at that point. It's just so sad.
1: It is, but I feel like that could have been the way to close out the career. Um, And uh, what do you think about the album artwork?
0: Well, I, I like the black on black. A lot of people don't. the uh, the the main the main cover, the uh, mannequins with the TV. It's interesting. Uh, it's. I think he was going for a Python-esque type view of the record. Although, did George actually have anything to do with the cover? I I don't know that off the uh, for I, a fact. I don't know if you have
1: seen pictures of the LP booklet. I don't know if it's on the CD booklet. But it's like a t- picture of him like standing up against a barn. Okay. Um, you know what? I'll grab my vinyl copy. This. Yes. yes. Um. Thank you, Ed. I think that should have been the cover, actually. And I have this thing with solo Beetle covers. George is the most consistent with album covers. I mean. Except for the self-titled album, which I think has a meh album cover. But um
0: Although I like the original Somewhere in England cover more than I like the one that we eventually got.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So it really but turns into the map.
1: Yeah. But our forty-five minutes of talking about this album is coming to an end.
0: So um and George gave us a pick before anyone before Paul ever thought of him, was putting a pick in the in the package. George gave us one. Oh,
1: my vinyl copy didn't come with a pick. Ugh. But th- yeah, this is the reissue. Um, I'll show the gatefold so that people at home can see it.
0: Yeah, I see the I see the deluxe showing up in like used record stores periodically, and I own three copies just because every time I see it, it's like it's like that stray puppy. You know, I I can't leave this here. Yeah, and so. Um... This is the original inner
1: sleeve that okay. it came with. Um, it's not showing up well, but it's like a robot. It's a little weird. Um, but yeah, this is a near perfect record. I really do. It, it's a follow up to Living in the Material World. I look at those two albums as sister albums, like, as I look at them. Um, 33 and a third and self-titled as sister albums
0: well but it's also in a lot of ways um, a better ver- not better but it's a more complete version of All Things Must Pass you it know, is a better version um, you know we, we were talking about uh, Louise's passing you know that record is really George it's George not only processing the end of the Beatles it's him starting to think about mortality, you know, and again, even though a lot of these songs have been around since 66 that are on all things must pass, they all sort of come together at this point. And it's like, okay, I'm going to put all this together on this record. It's the same thing with brainwashed.
1: Yeah. So Ed, um, tell us one more time where we can find you.
0: Okay. uh, Well, you can find me uh, wherever you find find our podcasts look for when they was fab on the Facebook. Uh, We come up with a new episode uh, myself and John stone every Sunday night, Monday morning, depending upon where you are in the world. Uh, The best place to look is on Apple podcasts, I would say. Yeah. Um,
1: And um, yeah. And I'm sure
0: you'll put a link up with uh, on the YouTube page and uh, wherever else you may be posting this show? I'll I'll try to remember.
1: Uh, (laughs) um, But yes, I will put a Podbean link up. So um, you can find me here, there, and everywhere. If you're hearing this, it's probably on YouTube because I'm going to try to sort out the whole Podbean whatever shenanigans sometime soon. Um, But if you want to send me an email, which is the way to get in contact with me, I get a new email address about every five minutes, but hudson at WindsorXC.com.
0: so you should probably just you'd probably just get a gmail and then point everything at that it is a gmail account T- talking a little bit of shop here yeah you should probably that that's the easiest way to do that just so no matter what else changes it will you'll get your e- email
1: well the show changed and then it it didn't work so me and the Gmail provider do not get along very well. Let's um, just say Gmail well, and I fight.
0: Google Google is not the friendliest of uh, major corporations.
1: Yes. So I think this has been a successful episode. Is there anything else? Any other appearances you would like to plug?
0: Uh, well, not too much at the moment. Uh, we are when this goes out we will just have finished up our mccartney 321 review and one thing that uh, people need to know about when they was fab when we review things we review things <laughs> we 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 will spend a week on each individual disc in a box set or in the case of mccartney 321 we went on longer than the program itself we have three <laughs> hour long episodes which extended into almost four hours because, well, we couldn't get kiddo O'Toole to shut up. We love the Queen. Uh, we love Well, we love the Queen, and as she will force us to remind you, I'm the one who came up with that name. I'm the one who's to blame. How long, when did you come up with the name? 2017. That's how long you've known Kit? Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I... I well. that was her very first appearance with us on, on fab. And that is actually going up. Well, I can't guarantee, but it's going up shortly once I finish the re-editing. Awesome. So yeah, that
1: was a successful episode. Thank you all.